0: This podcast was made possible by Hot Source Yoga. Are you in Santa Cruz and looking to get or stay fit? You gotta check out Hot Source Yoga in Aptos. It is by far our favorite yoga studio with lots of classes to choose from, and they even offer childcare. I've been hitting the Hot Source Yoga Sculpt, and I've never felt or looked any better. And guess what? They also offer a 30-hour hot Pilates teacher training online so you can get certified from the comfort of your own home.
1: Ready to make your own dreams come true? The founder, Nicole, is also a life coach miracle worker who has helped hundreds of women and girls empower themselves to make their dreams a reality. Nicole offers sessions in person or online. Use code SHAMELESS for $20 off your first coaching session at NicoleDuke.com and be sure to visit HotSourceYogaStudio.com to see why it's our latest obsession. forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.
2: You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.
1: Hello, everyone. Hi, uh, everybody. I still have a head cold. I still... Sound terrible, maybe people like this voice. This is my new sick sultry phone sex operator voice yeah it 's nasally yeah someone 's into it. Are yeah. you into it? Are you into it? do you like it It's your librarian voice. you want me to snot all over you, yeah yeah. the wetter the better just oh, man. kidding uh, no, I'm, kinda,
0: I'm kind of i 'm kind of slow moving today too. I just did that a ninety minute. Hot yoga class at Hot Source Yoga in Aptos. Shout out if you're in there with me and you're listening. Getting ripped.
1: Well, that one's more like getting mm, calm and peaceful. Yeah. And ripped. I, get, I feel strong from that too. I mean, I, like, obviously the hot plodding in the sculpt, but even, I mean, Bikram works so well is so open. 90 minutes is a long body. time. It's a long time. Yeah. Sweating out your pores. I'm about to go there right now, actually.
0: They're not allowed to call it Bikram anymore. Who said? Bikram.
1: I thought he's excellent. That's why in it's called country. hot. It's like a hot 26. Isn't he exiled from the country and can't do shit anymore? Because he D- doesn't matter. they can't go... use the Bikram name. I don't know if he can do anything about it anymore. I could be wrong. I
0: don't know if you really want to be associated with Bikram after watching that Netflix documentary. Mm,
1: yes, this is yeah. That was, that was <laughs> fucking heavy. <laughs> I was like, oh. What he saying at the end? He's like, I plead the fifth. I plead <laughs> the fifth. I plead the fifth. Like smart move, <laughs> smart move, buddy. <laughs> you look like a jackass. <laughs> oh my god. Um... So this podcast is not sponsored by Beacon But <laughs> Definitely not. This uh episode we recorded with Sex Talk with My Mom Podcast. It was so
0: much fun in Ooh. LA. I love them. So much fun. They are such a funny team. They're mother obviously mother-son. Adorable. And they're part of the Pleasure Podcast Network, which we kind of talk about, and you might hear that um the guy's voice, this is part of the Pleasure Podcast Network. Is that his and... voice at Cam's It's not voice? Cam's voice. That's not Cam's. It's like a it's like a it's Uh, voiceover voice.
1: Yeah. That's like some professional voiceover voice. Who, who did they hire? Who's that dude?
0: I don't know. I would not be good at that.
1: I should do that right now with this nasally
0: This podcast is brought to <laughs> you by legend. But we legend.
1: love yeah, we love them. We love recording with other podcasters. Um and you know, there is an interesting story because they are a mother-son sex podcast talking about sex all the time. And you get to see their dynamic and it's it's adorable. You, and, learn, about, um, you
0: learn about them. Their story is pretty interesting. Yeah. How they got started. So to, well, stay tuned and you'll you'll learn. But it's yeah. it's like tragic, but then it's really amazing
1: and we dive into lots of other things too it's not just about their story and their wonderful and so um, we'll read the bio in a little bit but i'll make sure you check out sex talk with my mom podcast it's on all of the apps uh and we're gonna answer a sex question oh before we do just shout out y'all know holidays are Right around the corner, and if you want some sex toys, our listeners get fifteen percent off with coupon code ShamelessSex at PurePleasureShop dot com Go buy your love of the biggest dildo.
0: It's www.bush. bush h t t p s backslash backslash, backslash. Yeah.
1: yes exactly. This isn't still the year two thousand. <laughs> okay, sex question.
0: I'm ready. I don't even know
1: what it is yet. <sighs> Oh, you are going to be so excited. I can't wait. This is from an anonymous human says years ago when my wife and I were first dating, she wrote in her diary that my penis was tiny and she thought another man she had been sleeping with was hotter than me. We've talked about it briefly and have been married for many years. I haven't fully gone over it, even though I know she loves me. Additionally, I've become increasingly turned on knowing she thinks I'm small down there. I'm good looking. We have regular sex. But she doesn't really say anything or show much emotion or passion in bed. So I think I may have conditioned myself to get turned on in alternative ways. Thoughts on this? Mm. It's not really a good question. I think they're asking, am I normal? Like, what's up with this? I've been in my head before when I've hooked
0: up with people wondering if... You know, knowing they've hooked up with other people that I know, like wondering if like I'm...
1: Because you want to be the best. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, I wonder if they're enjoying this or and getting in my head about it. And and then also thinking about, I don't know, if, if I'm turning them on as much as like this person did. And that shit's just whack. It's like not good for anybody. Yeah. Like it's better to just think about what you're experiencing, in my opinion, uh, because I've had a snap out of that because it was just, I, I feel like they could pick up on my energy of not being totally tuned in
1: but this person is using it to actually get ar- but it get took him some time on. and i think it's yeah i mean but he's like he's saying like he's he's saying like this actually gets me aroused now is that normal you know is like like there's this thing that i read that didn't sound that awesome i was like oh she's essentially saying that there's someone my wife is someone and who's is hotter than me and my penis is tiny and we have disconnect not, not disconnect sex, but she's not very – doesn't have a lot of emotion or passion in sex, yet I still get really turned on by the idea of her thinking my, my penis is tiny. Mm. And, like, is this normal? I've conditioned sh- myself to get turned on in alternative ways. And totally. So, I think that's awesome. And yeah, what comes to mind for me is actually fetishes and – uh, which is a recent topic that we've been talking about this last week, um, and definitely come up how fetishes can be. And I'm not saying this is this is not necessarily a fetish, but the, the interesting thing with fetishes is like you know, you can have something that happens in your childhood, and you can either it can be traumatic, and you can either be like I never want that to happen again, and it actually is triggering, and you don't want anything to do with it, or it can actually um, it can also be eroticized, where now it's it's like you, it, and it's your system's way of. I think the theory is that it's your system's way of um, working through that hurt or trauma or wounding in this in this in the sexual realm, and it becomes eroticized, and now it becomes like a turn on as a way of coping. Hmm. So um, I wouldn't say this, this is necessarily like a tiny penis fetish, but maybe that's what this person, what he did, what you did, listener, your your brain kind of conditioned itself to eroticize this thing as opposed to feeling maybe the pain from or the hurt from it from reading that and feeling, I don't know if you felt inadequate or what the feelings were there, but that's totally possible. That it's a, it's kind of a brilliant system. I think it's, it's can be probably helpful instead of people feeling this like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not, I'm not big enough. I'm not, you know, we live in this like big rock hard cock centric culture, which isn't helpful because
0: People also, that. if uh tiny penis owner is great for anal,
1: great for anal, great for
0: anal for sure.
1: Yeah, totally. So much you could do with all kinds of shapes and sizes of, of penises. And um, yeah, so that, I don't know. I think that this person, they're asking their thoughts. It makes sense. It's and they're not really asking about like what to do about their wife. It doesn't show a lot of emotion or passion in bed. Um, you are more
0: or less just asking if you, it's kind of like
1: yeah, is, this normal, is this okay is this, this normal thing? yeah this and is it's
0: like fuck yeah it's great
1: yeah it's totally, it's totally great if this is something if you're feeling good about it if you're like oh this actually turns me on then then uh yeah knock yourself out if you feel like it's an issue in your connection then that's something to have a conversation with your partner about and to come clean like hey i read your diary years ago i read this thing that's kind of haunting me but it sounds like it's kind of haunting you in a good way you get, you're having some turn roll, with, some. It. Rock roll it. with it roll with it the more arousal the better my book thank you for writing anonymous listener always interesting to hear different people's experiences are you ready for a bio yes I can't wait Sex Talk with my mamacita, also known as my mom, offers sex and relationship advice while exploring the dynamic between a sexually liberated cougar mom and her comedian son. He's actually a mime, right? Mime comedian? No, not. It was. He's not a clown. He's a. He's mime. A mime.
0: He's in, not really a mime, though. That's just what their album cover. Okay. He's, looks
1: a, like. in, he's a comedian. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you, everyone's like, what? Well, we got to go check this out. They feature guests ranging from legendary porn star Nina Hartley to their previous sexual partners. They have The Talk every Monday and Thursday to make you laugh and open a conversation around sex. Esquire ranked them one of the top podcasts, uh, oh, top of the best sex podcasts, and they have been featured on Megan Kelly Today and Comedy Central's .Point Tosh.0. Oh. To learn more, go to sextalkwithmymom.com or look up this podcast on all the podcast apps they're everywhere as are we we're all part of the same family support us all check them out are you ready to dive in
0: well i just wanted to add we also recorded on their podcast so check us out on theirs too oh
1: yeah Yeah. it's like
0: part one and part two they're they're both very different yeah but they go together like like mom and son like peanut butter and jelly
1: yeah like mom and son (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's adorable all right here we go Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Oh, wait. We're going to do an intro separate from what? this already. So that's not how we start. Oh. Yeah. That's okay. We'll <laughs> just, just actually, we'll still getting. start it that yeah. way. Hey, y'all. Just Welcome. excited to be here. We are in LA, Los Angeles. And we are in a wonderful recording studio with Cam. It's Karen it's Lee or Karen Lee? Karen Lee. Karen Lee of Sex Talk with My Mom. Wonderful podcast. Yep. This is the mother mother and son duo who uh, talk ab- all about sex online, on there. air. Uh, and we're also part of their podcast network, by the way. We are all part of a little family, and so we absolutely um, love them and what they offer and that for including us in the little podcast. And we so just
0: see- it recorded an episode yep. with you, yes. and yes. it was amazing. It didn't... Really feel like the amount of time it was like over an hour and was awesome. Flew. It F- flew. It flew. I was like, let's keep
1: talking. It's so Aww. fun. That's what so happens when you get podcasters together? They're just like, Bla, blah, blah, I know. Blah, blah, blah. Thanks for all being sex. here, though, it's with us. Oh, thank you pleasure. for having us. Yeah, I know. So, okay. just let our listeners know. You're going to hear that this is them on our show. But if you want, we kind of. It's kind of like a part one, part two-ish. So uh, if you want more of this episode, go to their podcast and listen. And if you don't want more of this episode, still go to their podcast, Sex Talk Mom. And they have all kinds of awesome speakers and guests that come on there. And so it's a little different than it's ours. It's super and- funny, too. Yeah. Yeah. I love your, your <laughs> dynamic together. is really fun. Thank, Thank you. you. Will you tell our listeners more about who you two are? Of uh, course. Uh, Cam, there's a picture of you on the wall. You're a mime. And uh, <laughs> Karen Lee, are you a squirrel? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a squirrel. She's a cougar. She's a cougar. Oh, yeah.
3: cougar. Okay. Oh gosh. And and the reason we came up with cougar is I reinvented the word to be a confident, older, unique, genuine assertive and racy woman oh yeah, it's a little acrostic poem that's badass uh, I like that. and i could honestly say i think both of you are cougars yeah oh like that's a high honor i was, like, honor for I my was gonna go like bobcat
1: but what about Jaguar? A, yeah no. no i like
3: cougar though Puma. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah and i'm a mime uh, <laughs> there's no there's no acronym to that it's just
3: m-i-m-e mime clown a trained clown yeah
2: so, but yeah, I, I was, we, I guess we could launch in and explain why the hell I talk about sex with my mom yeah, that would twice be awesome. A week. How did
0: you get here? How did oh. you get where you are today?
2: Well, it's a tragedy she, and a comedy. She gave birth to me is the first time. that thing was the comedy. And, <laughs> and we always had like a very open communication style. Uh, 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 it didn't sound as much like your guy's upbringing, mm-hmm. uh, cause she was constantly, I, you know, I was, I'm, I, was I
3: love when his friends would come over and we'd just gather around and talk about Sex, relationships, everything till two in the morning. Yeah. It was fun. He also has an older sister who we don't have that exact dynamic with and and a younger brother. Oh. So, but I'm more, I mean, obviously this podcast is added to it, but I think we're more open about things. Yeah. You've
2: always been very open with them too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm open with all three kids. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. anyway go on.
2: Okay. So then... When I was 17, my dad passed away suddenly. Hmm. Uh, he was murdered. Which, oh, yeah, wow. Pretty intense. That's heavy. Is, yeah. it's, is it in Chicago? Yes.
3: Uh, wow. Yep. This was in Chicago. He owned a construction company, and one day, one of his employees came in who was disgruntled about something that had happened the day before, and he took out a knife out of the kitchen and stabbed him to death. Oh, my yes. God. So, yeah.
2: from there, we were kind of were like, whoa, what the fuck is going on with our lives? This is nuts. You know, in... And ultimately, we became much closer because we had to be close to get through that type Mm -hmm. of tragedy. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And I had to run a construction company, and it was, uh, you know, obviously the most horrifying thing that could happen in any family. Mm -hmm. So I decided after like six months or so of grieving that it was time for me to go out in the dating world again. And so I, you know, looked it, online. Which is pretty, that's a pretty quick turnaround. By yeah, the way. I mean, I'm that's like, that's my around. personality, though. You know what? You know, when one, one door closes, another opens. So I'm like, okay, I was married for 24 years, monogamous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to make this an opportunity to, to go get laid. Yes. <laughs> get it, Mom. Yeah. And so I looked online, you know, to see if there's any, like, you know, anything on the line, women talking about what it's like to reinvent yourself after a death or a divorce. There's nothing out there. Mostly young 20 year olds talking about sex or whatever, relationships, which I couldn't identify with. So i When was this? 2006? Probably 2007. Yeah, it's like a long time ago. And uh, (laughs) I go online. I see nothing. So I said, well, if you can't beat them, join them. I'll just make my own YouTube channel. Talk about the dates that I've been on, and see if I can inter- interview guests and help women reinvent themselves. And I got like about a hundred views a month, which is not very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, mainly because I think women my age do not know how to work YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> they may not actually know how to work computers. Even <laughs> <laughs> so, there were no cell phones really at that point. Or maybe there were cell phones, but they were not like they are today. Now, yeah. No. And so I created this this YouTube channel and. I found that m- the only people viewing it were guys like 18 to 35 year old men looking oh, horny for horny dudes. Wow. Horny dudes that's your following. That, yeah. Yeah, 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 it's just like and another if you can't beat them join them. I'll just bring on some, you know, porn stars and sexologists and you know, older friends, older older women that are, you know, more uh, you know, cougarish. I reinvented the word cougar and I decided to just like, you know, embrace uh, the older woman younger man relationship which I currently have been in for the last uh oh how many almost 12 years. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Sort of like reverse of you. Yeah. yeah. No, it is. Anyway, at the same time cams in college.
2: Yeah. And I'm discovering slowly that my mother's YouTube channel which I thought was intended for women was not no longer intended for women. It was intended for men my age yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, was, who were looking for women like my mother. And I would come across them in, in, these videos in various forms. Like sometimes my friends would think it's hilarious and they'd find it and they'd send it to me. Look at your mom. Oh, look man. at your mom. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you, dude.
3: That's my. And
2: I'd, I'd be like, I'd look and I'm like, oh, no, that's my
3: bedroom. Oh. <laughs> so I did well, not. that was the only place that was a good lighting for recording. <laughs>
2: I came home from... I remember like a Thanksgiving break or something and I went to my bedroom and I was like, oh, she put this nice like chaise lounge in my chair or, or in, my, in my room that's so sweet that she's trying to decorate when I'm gone. Nope, it's a sex room. Yes. Oh. Know, it's a fucking sex room. It was
3: not a sex room, first of all. Yes, it, me, it was. No. It was a sex studio. <laughs> I it was a sex room? It was, yes. it was just a good... You know, there was a bedroom that was open. uh, Your younger brother, the other one. So I had to use that bedroom. So you never
2: had sex in there ever. No,
3: it was like an (laughs) O-ring.
2: But my brother's friends did, which I was not. Oh,
3: my God. That is true. That is that is a hilarious story in itself. I got in this
2: bed. I told my brother, I said, you just don't let any of your friends fuck in my bed. And then I get in the bed after, like, being gone for many months, and there's a crusty,
3: huge oh, no. stain. Oh,
2: and no. And I pulled off the sheets, and I brought them downstairs, and I was like, what the fuck
3: is this? Oh, Who did like, this? I spilled yeah.
0: some uh, milkshake. And yeah. <laughs>
3: his brother's so sweet. He's like, I told him not to have sex in your bed. Yeah, yeah that's, you know, to, to the still warm. very upset. All right, we're getting um, sidetracked, Cam.
2: Okay, so basically, I was discovering... My mother's tips on penis size and... and wow, well, I was just saying it's not important. Or oral sex tips, all this shit that I was now... I, one time I was looking for my, like tips for myself and I came across her videos and I was like, it's gotten out of hand. You were trying... My mom
3: him. is the resource for sex yes. now. <laughs> it was that way. It's now since switched. Yes. But anyway, so, so then
2: eventually she came out with a book called "The Cougar's Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out right,
3: There." Right. Still trying to give that more, more information to women again. That's but, awesome. But he ended up selling them in his stand-up comedy routines.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I was doing stand-up and reading passages. It was very fun yeah, from your mom's book. Yes, and he sold That's a
3: lot of books awesome. that way. It's still on Amazon if you want to buy it. Ooh, <laughs> it's the it's Cougar's a good Guide, to getting, your a Cougar's guide to getting Your Ass Back Out There by Karen Lee Potter, and mm-hmm. uh, I still make sales on Amazon. But now I've got a new book coming out. One of these days, it's going to be called "Fuck Games Day Cougars." This, video, <laughs> this is for men. I She's love really embracing this. this identity. I love yeah. that. Oh, that we, we need really. more of that. Cougars yeah.
1: knows what's up.
2: Yes. Yeah, so eventually, I was doing full sets about my mother, and people kept coming up and being like, "Is this real?" Like, why? and I'm like, "Why would I make this up?" Yeah. Of all the things, <laughs> it's like what you were saying on our show, which was like, "Why would I make this stuff up on our podcast?" Totally. Like, I don't have time for that bullshit. And eventually I was like, well, if they don't believe this is real, I can show them that it is by doing a podcast with her. And so that's what we've been doing for the past four years. Yeah.
3: And you still have the YouTube channel too, right? I still got my YouTube channel, which I renamed Karen Lee Love, if you want to check that out. Um, But my main passion is the podcasting. And you've been on like
0: the Today Show. Yeah. You've you've had a lot
3: of... A lot of media, like a mainstream media, which is awesome. Yeah, the two of us um, were on um, Megan Kelly today. Oh yeah, we were on Megan Kelly. Yeah, we just got a residual check from Tash Point oh, when we were on Tash oh, we, which O. Nice. Is, uh, We've been
2: on some high quality awesome. shows. <laughs> like I to Megyn Kelly badass. today and yeah. Tash Daniel Tash. And I mean,
3: Playboy, we, was, we run a Playboy channel. Yeah. Oh, fun.
1: Yeah. And there, it's, it's often it's experience. the angle of the the mother son talking about sex angle that they're that you're. Talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they it's set up kind of a bizarre. They yeah. set up a whole bed. <laughs> well, is
0: anything off limits for you two? I mean, are you pretty it's open? Good question. Or is there anything that's
2: kind of kind
0: of like, No, I don't want to talk about that mom?
2: We started with a lot of limits. It, you know, at first we did not want to talk about anal... And then it was like, all right, well, we talked about anal. So (laughs) now it's just. Would you talk about
3: having anal or just talk about anal?
2: I think talk about anal.
3: We've had the pleasure mechanics on that gave explicit instructions about anal. I've actually never had anal. Giving or
1: receiving. Neither. Wow. Not
2: even a finger. Uh, finger play, but nothing in, into the ass. No. Okay. See, and you
1: okay. can talk about this with your mom here. Yeah, there you go. Can you talk, oh, yeah. can you say the same thing with Kim? Oh, him? yeah, he's yeah. already
3: heard every detail. He's okay. so <laughs> you, li- you like you overcame it this, all the barriers. It, it yeah.
2: This, yeah. yeah, so then it went to squirting, and now then we yeah. talked about squirting. i like, all right, well, uh, I don't know what the fuck, I don't a lot know of, what's left. I mean, I, we've we, talked about anal and squirting. It, I
3: think we're very respectful for, uh, it's, it's like we know where to walk, walk the line of where it's getting uncomfortable. Like, one time... We interviewed a phone sex operator and she just, well, it's because Cam decides to ask her if she, oh, would, blame or, this on me. you did, you said, will you, phone, will you have an orgasm on the phone?
2: She uh, on... said she comes on podcasts and she comes. And so then later in the show, I was like, Hey, hey what was that line about you coming on podcasts? And it, yeah, it just made, she made her she excited. Yeah. Yes. She just so so, so she, said she did it. Oh, she
3: decided wow. I, we're on, we, at the time I was living in Chicago, Cam was living in, where were you? LA. I was LA. Anyway. And so she, we're on Skype. And we hear her having this orgasm, and it was so awkward. She's like, Cam, I'm coming, I'm coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so it gets... It, it, it does get awkward. When,
2: when real sex gets involved, it yeah. gets very
3: But honestly, there's not a lot at this point that we couldn't share, which is such a comfortable place to be, and that's kind of one of the major missions of our podcast is to let people know like, yeah, this is okay, and it's actually really good if you can talk about it with people. Similar then. to
2: you guys. Yeah. yeah, it's so
3: true if you can talk to your children especially because...
0: Your parents, even though sometimes you don't want to hear it from them, you're still a resource for your kids, right? Now there's so much media available to the masses. It's important to be like, hey, porn isn't your education. Exactly. Don't use porn to educate yourself. It's an entertainment tool. Right. And so I love that it's an open conversation. And thank you. The the, the discomfort sometimes is is where things really can can be effective.
2: Well, that's where the growth is. Yes.
3: Yeah, that's that's Cam's tagline. Mm -hmm. Oh. Say it. Say it, Cam.
2: Oh what it it's sometimes it it is a what is it? It's uncomfortable to get uncomfortable. No, yeah. it's uncomfortable
3: it's, to talk about sex. Oh, but, but sometimes, sometimes it's
2: important to get uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. should know that if that's my tagline. You 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 that you yeah. yeah. you like that's your tagline now. We've got to write it down yeah. on your whiteboard up here. No, yeah. but it,
3: it's in our opener of every podcast. It doesn't
2: mean I say it every po- it's just I recorded it oh, once okay. Now well it's, <laughs> whatever. It, it's well, important
3: yeah. to talk about uncomfortable conversations and, and this com- this podcast has helped us become Much more comfortable. Shameless. Yeah, then it's like you can just spend quality time time with each other.
0: I I would consider this because this is our quality time with each other. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's because it is fun, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, it it does get a little dicey with the business side of things. Like, does it for you guys, does it get like businessy? Where it's like
1: always business? Like, we're talking business all the time? We have
0: very interesting flow. Yeah. And, if there's ever something like one of us is feeling like we need more support in certain aspects, I feel like we're really good about voicing it. Yeah. And, um, Amy's definitely the captain of our ship. Uh, and yeah. I'm the first mate, Yeah, you know? yeah. We I talking, got it. I hear uh, you. Yeah. We were Cam talking about is the this, captain. That,
3: that
1: I'm Batman and Robin in, in some ways. And then you're ba- you're Batman and Robin in other ways, So yeah. we have different ways where we balance it out. And so there's just different things. Like, I mean, I'm, I bring in a much more of the education in April is like, I mean, she's she's the she's the funny one, you know, the entertainer, and she's also like the hustler, the business So She handles like she closes the deals, and she's like, no, we
0: need twice
1: that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and some other. It's things. a balance, and no. we have we have so it's much hard. in common. And free in toys. toys, yes, we need all the free toys, and we have so much in common, and just friendship-wise. When we meet up to record podcasts, we're still be- before and, and after talking about life, and Aww. like you know, so we're we it doesn't just turn into business for us, but we have the business component as well. I know. Were, do the,
2: you, were there boundaries for you guys? at first about what you could talk about
1: well no
0: because no. the whole it all started because we were both single at the same time and so we wanted to talk about our dating escapades and our sex escapades because we would talk about it and we were on Sex with Emily's podcast yeah we've and been there too yeah, yeah and she's so great and and we had we were one of the we were her most listened to podcast of 2017 because the title was like what was it? It
1: was
3: orgasm, orgasm squirting, squirting in the, and the year, year of anal, anal licking. licking. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my God. I I
0: definitely tune into that it one. It was really fun. And and people gave us such great feedback. Like you two need your own show, but it was like n- never something that we like put boundaries on ourselves. We're like, no, if we're going to do this, let's do, let's be shameless. Like I had an Instagram uh, private profile at the time, and I was like, "No, don't approach me. I'm like a business person." You oh know? wow, that and changed. Time times changed. have changed. Yeah, yes. yeah totally. Yeah. I'm running for president. <laughs> but you know,
3: you can grab him by the pussy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. That's yeah, totally yeah, nothing fine. Fine. to be yeah. ashamed of.
0: So, do you two have boundaries that you like? Because I know that we, you said nothing's off limits. But I mean, seems kind like it's of, Like,
3: like I don't go into graphic detail about my sex life with my boyfriend with Cam. He doesn't really need to hear this. Okay. Right? Would you say I go to Yeah, trip? I don't
2: need to hear that. <laughs> <He's joking
3: either. laughs> no, no. But he does it, and it, at times, I mean, I don't think you give me that much detail about your when you're. in. I at,
2: don't have a lot of detail. <laughs> it's not that <laughs> much going on. How is dating in L. A.?
3: I know because you're dating in L. A. It's
2: good. Uh, it's okay. It's it's uh it, it's challenging. I think
0: I wanted to ask you this. <laughs> it, I was like wondering about that.
2: Yeah. It is a, it's a rough thing. I mean, I was just talking about this with my friend. It is very challenging. You want to date, and then you go on a date, and, and you're like, oh, God, I don't want to be dated. I'm not feeling the connection. Let's not date. And I'm not one of those guys where it's like, I could just get drunk and go out and bang. Does uh, he
3: look like one of those guys? No. Does no. he sound like one of those guys? No. He's Way too intellectual of, and deep yeah, and, 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 and he's nice. He's a respectful so man.
2: It, it's yeah. a, it is a, but it's a tough line to actually walk because I. I I feel the I feel those inclinations despite you know wanting a connection with someone like I of course I want to have sex with people mm-hmm. but at the same time I do want to you know a relationship as well.
3: And then you're like I have a sex podcast with my mom and they're like what? Yes, <laughs> and that they're is like also true. I want to have sex with you. Yeah, well, you've you got a sex podcast that talk about it afterwards. Yeah, that's not, not always he. the case. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So have you finding then that when
1: you say what you do that more. People are uh interested less interested like what are you seeing are they excited are they like, a little intimidated uh mixed reactions yeah. yeah yeah i've always wondered how that goes reverse because we experience it as the on the side of you know women in this industry where we, i'm so curious about it as a man yeah.
2: yeah i don't know the true you know feelings under you know they might say that they that they're cool with it some people are actually like oh it's so cool that you're sex positive and you are trying to be open with your mom about this and, mm. and embrace the side of yourself uh, but they might be i don't know maybe underneath there's like uh it's a sissy boy he's a mama's boy or something like that hmm. so i don't know hey, this this probably can, I just, your mama's can mama's. I
1: just say what about mama's boys though just so you know and, or just men who have a great relations with their mom if it's straight men they're not going to have a shit ton of wounding that they're projecting on you like go and date Word. a man who's really close with his mom because that man's going to treat you real good i oh, agree that with is you that is thing. yeah really i
3: look, good. look at, at that catch. i look at that as a as a bonus. Yeah,
1: totally. And they, because if you have I, I've, you know, I've dated men of major mom, mom issues. Woundings yeah. And it's like all directed at me. I mean, I'm constantly triggering that for them. Mm-hmm. But men who I've dated who are really solid with their moms is so much less of that. And yeah. same, same thing, I, you know, I have daddy issues so of course. Sorry guys that I'm dating.
3: no but it's 100 percent true especially like if you if you see a good role model he had a good role my my husband and i had a good marriage so he saw like a genuine respect for each other so i think that was helpful to you as a person to grow up that way
2: yeah i also think it is interesting what pushes us to want a romantic partner Mm -hmm. and i think that emotional connection and being able to depend on someone could often be the thing that leads people into relationships Mm. um Whereas I have that with my family, especially my mom, my friends, and so I don't. That is not always the driving force. There is, you know, right now it probably now now things have shifted, and I think I, I am creating that boundary where it's like you know, I have my own personal life. You know, I I want to regulate my own emotions without my mom's help. Uh, And so now there there is more of a drive. I'm thirty. There's Mm -hmm. you know I think it would be nice Still to have a, a, a relationship mm-hmm. <laughs> a little baby, yeah, baby, baby, baby.
0: Yeah. i think that with a podcast too i don't know if your boyfriend ever gets uncomfortable with what you share if you even talk about his name or anything
3: on the show i do not we made up a, fict- a fictitious name for him called Deez. Oh. Deez? Uh, Deez 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 these these or these nuts he came up with that idea hey, Deez. uh but you immediately I, got it i yes. think he's i think he's extremely supportive Uh, sometimes it is hard because he doesn't get like the nuances of like what we're talking about, like boundaries. So he'll be like, I can say that you guys have a sex podcast. I'm like, yeah, but no, you can't say that. You know, people do. They want to overshare when they have a sex podcast. Like, yeah, Yeah. I just
0: fucked three last night. I'm like, okay, awesome. Yeah. I think it's it's shots. uh,
3: yeah, really. It's back to the cum shots. Yeah. No, I mean, he's not like that, but it's, it's like, there's a, a certain, there's just certain things the way he says it is just like, wait, no, you can't say that. Even even he doesn't really go into details about our sex life, but it's like he might say like, hey, you know, I watched this porn thing, Cam. And Cam's like, uh, no, nah, I don't want to talk about that.
2: Yeah, it is tough. It, it is hard to it, to know where boundaries are because they're yeah. not it's like case by case, you know?
3: Yeah. And
1: part of figuring that out though is crossing them on the accident by time to time. Then yes. that's how we figure out. So it's not that we can't cross if we get so set and like, Oh no, we can never cross a boundary and on accident. And that's how we learn. Like, okay. Yeah. Mom, that was a little too much. Or yeah, I can maybe a little less of that. And you can do it in a way that's not shaming. It's just like, you know, that didn't really work for me. Like that's your thing. That's and we fine. will, we
3: will share that with each other. Like, Hey, you didn't need to talk about that. And, right, like, and there's
2: times I've overcompensated where I'm like, where she asked me who i'm going to dinner with and it could just be a friend and i'm like yeah i'm not going to yeah. tell you that yeah oh. all of a sudden they'll be
3: like uh, i'm not telling you where i'm going or what i'm doing I'm like, wait a second i would ask the stranger on the street where they're going and you can't tell me when yeah. you're going so what restaurant it- you're going to dinner i'm not going to show up there when's the last
0: time cam brought a uh partner home
2: i have not seen a partner well, i have my own place so oh. she <laughs> yeah. No, yeah but
3: home like to meet mom uh, we, oh. he did and i really like that partner
2: yeah. She wanted to create a sex toy with my partner. I, oh wow, I, I did.
3: She would have been great. She's a very bright girl. Uh, still yeah. angling for this. Even I though still think it's a up. good idea. I'm like, mom, leave her alone. Did you lose her number? Cause I really think that she you should bring her back. Bring her back. That is what happens with, with, um, his younger brother too. And you know, it's hard as a parent and you get to know the other person and then they break up and you're like, Oh, I like that girl. Why, why did you bring up with her? Even though you know why? Yeah. But you got to step step back and say hey whatever they want to do is good for them. Yeah, support them. I wouldn't no want what. them telling me who to date. So I what would be it?
1: your advice Karen, uh, Lee to uh, other parents who want to bridge the gap with their children about having or you know their adult children about or young children about starting to have conversations about sex like because obviously it brings you closer. Yeah. There's there's a lot of power in this but it's terrifying for a lot of people. Like what would you say for them to be able to actually uh,
3: make that happen? I'd say j- just do it. Yeah. Take the risk. Take the risk because the worst that can happen is a person's going to say, I don't want to talk about it, but at least they know you attempted. And then the next time you can, I mean, sometimes I, I suggest, because people do ask me that question quite frequently. I, sometimes I suggest if you wanted to open up a dialogue, just say, hey, I saw this movie where such and such happened. You know, what did you think about that? Or did you, you know, watch this sh- succession? They were having, you know, this person was having sex with this person. And just start talking about it, you know, as you would talk to friends and see what the reaction is. Then, Yeah. And then you can also move on from other topics like that. I I heard about this. Same thing as on people saying, how do I introduce, like, the idea of, like, bringing a third person into a relationship? Well, you know, if you're going to do that, just take baby steps. Talk about it, like, in a general sense of hey, I, I watched a show on TV or I heard about this person having sex with this person and, and like, what do you what think, do you think about you? Yeah, was yeah. that hot? Was that something that you ever fantasize about? And uh, just just you know, check in on the reactions. Just be curious.
2: And, and that's kind of what happened with us where we started talking about sex and then it started branching and oh, we can talk about sex. Now we can talk about drugs. Mm, yeah, yeah. All the time so s- true. smoked weed or done yeah. molly or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah.
3: I don't think there's... More, I mean, I used to lie to the kids all... Oh, I never did never tried this and that now I'm like hey of course I did acid well, I, I was <laughs> a product think, of the people, 70s Jeez. I
0: think okay, if I had to guess I have a theory about what people's fears are but what do you think parental fears are or the the fears of the children for not approaching their parents about sex not being liked or being oh like being objective. Yeah. yeah yeah
2: yeah and I I yeah, parents tend to be the figure who we most idolize, even on an unconscious level. And so, if you you know if you're ashamed at all about these things, you know it's against the law, or you know maybe our society shames us for this. You're not going to want to tell the person you most adore that you know
3: because parents can be very judgmental and really. overbearing, and it's not something that you want to risk, and, and you feel unsafe if you bring up the topic.
1: Well, there's idea you know, with parents to their kids, it's like that they're my baby and they're still so pure, even though they're 25 years old, of course right. they're having sex, but I don't, I don't want to hear about it, la, la, la. And then they, on the other side, like kids thinking their parents aren't sexual beings. Right.
3: But hello, you came from and sex and like they are sexual beings. What's the right age to approach? I don't children? think, I think as early as possible, just make it part of a normal conversation. I mean, not. That you could talk about in a, when you're in a carpool with kids going to <laughs> with the friends basketball the camp or something. Yeah. No, but it's just like I think it's just if you can start being comfortable talking about all these things and your own experiences with it, it's going to be. Comfortable to and and it's gonna only bring you guys closer, which is everyone's goal anyway, isn't it? It's always the best to have a close communication with your partners or your kids or whoever you know is in your life. Yeah. So if they're like six years old, you're
0: like, "Have you seen this vulva puppet?
1: (laughs) Let me show you. This is
0: the clitoris." There's
1: a lot of literature out there about the different levels of when kids can understand certain bits of information, right? Like a four year old can't comprehend certain aspects about like relationship, and you know you're not gonna talk to them about fetish. You know, that's a you but more like bodies and gender and like these little ideas that there's different age, ages when you can actually give them the information. So I like what you're saying. It's like a, starting early with the bits bit so that they can understand, and then you continue the conversation. You just have that birds and the bees conversation once, like, good luck
3: out there, son. You know, it's right. like, right. we always ask that about in. our guests. We say, like, did you have like a specific conversation? And so many of them said, My mother handed me a book, and yeah. then they mm-hmm. went away. You know, what well, is the, all of, it, yeah, all yeah, of them, there's, It's like the most common response. Yeah, my mother handed me a book.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah, and the books are not good. What I will say though is, just I mean, I recognize it's kind of a bizarre thing to talk about sex twice a week with your mom, right? And I don't think everyone should necessarily have this relationship with their parent. However, I think that attempting to go in that direction and and finding out where the boundaries lie between you and your mom or parent or whoever, uh, then strengthens that relationship Mm because there's no ambiguity there's no like sitting there pretending like putting on a show for each other like oh i don't have sex or something you you tested it you're like okay i know this makes her uncomfortable i'm not going to talk about this and we can move on
3: yeah that's it what's unbelievable to me though is people can come into our room that into our studio and they'll have this, int- I don't even, we don't, we don't even say more than hello, goodbye. And, and we go right into like these intense topics and uh, things and fears and conversations and things that they had the sexual experiences that you could never have otherwise. And that's so mm. great. We can talk about sex and with people from all over the world and it's open or, and. Cause you're giving them permission. Yeah. It's like a safe space but for it, them. Yeah. They're like, I go, you don't talk like this with your mom. They're like, no, hell no. I'm not talking about that with my mom. But I'm like, why not? Yeah. Why, why are you avoiding that? Yeah. Well, I
1: I, agree.
2: I disagree. I think sometimes the parent doesn't want to, yeah. isn't capable of. They don't have that emotional bandwidth it's to true. actually.
3: But like we recently, we had a comedian on, and she called her mom, and she also was one of those. I can't talk about that with my mother thing, and she told her mother about uh, how she was it about losing her virginity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the mother was totally. And the totally, mother shared about and it. And mother shared about her losing her virginity, and it was such a cool conversation between the two of them. It changed like a ton. Like they, they were both like, "Wow, this really helped." And we we're like, "Oh my god, I have warm fuzzy goosebumps all over for helping people talk to their parents." They were
2: both kind of surprised that they were able to even talk about it. Yeah, it
3: probably brought them closer. I think yeah. it did. I totally. wonder yeah.
1: how many people just kind of psych themselves out, thinking that they can't have those conversations, to so live a whole lifetime not opening that door. But then, a lot of them, if they actually did, they realized. It's actually not as bad as I thought it would be. Totally, I mean, there's a lot more of a spaciousness here for that.
2: Even in romantic relationships I've had, I make up in my mind, oh, if I say this, she's going to respond this way. And it's just, well, we're going to be at a stalemate. It's going to be uncomfortable. And then I actually do it, and they have a completely different response. Yeah. Yeah. And I find it's a huge turn on because I'm like, whoa, this is a three-dimensional character. This is not just someone who I completely understand in my
1: mind. Yeah. You know, I mean, let, let's be honest, deep, look, like we know deep connection is about sharing ourselves. It comes like we don't have deep connection when we withhold a whole bunch of ourselves, like, mm-hmm. or we can have limited deep connection, but it's when we really share ourselves and our, you know, how we tick and our vulnerability, and our mm-hmm. fears and our desires. And, you know, the more we do that, there are such things oversharing, but the more we do that, the deeper the connection might be able to go regardless of who it's with. So like, it's, it's. Gold, and no matter what the relationship, and, it, is. and it's
3: healing. Yes, it's majorly healing. It's, if you've never done it, you try it, and you're like, "Whoa, this is this is good."
1: I love listening to your podcast and hearing your like your your banter, your playful banter, because you can oh, tell the it's dynamic not, is really cool. It's adorable yeah. and Thank loving, you. and you and you can both very honestly be like, "Mom, come on," you know, and, <laughs> and, like, and you call Cam out, and it's just it's really um feels really genuine. It's like an inside look into the what's really there in your relationship like people are invited kind of in the room into this dynamic and then you bring in guests and so it's it's more than that too uh, but I just really appreciate also as someone who, you know, is a sex shop with my mom. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. And I think it's more normalized for a mother daughter to do these things together than a mother son. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a little, little different. And I just think that it's so beautiful. Thank you, Thank you very
3: Thank much. You. We really appreciate it. you guys are the best too. We had a wonderful time interviewing you. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know. You... what I'm just going to put this on there. How many, what are we up for our time here? In, we are at 30 minutes, 30 now. minutes. Okay, cool. We can keep going. Um, Well, we can, let's, let's ask them some rapid fire questions. We've got a bunch. You guys both, since you're open to talking about sex it's in front of each other, what's the wildest place you've had sex? You go first. Um, my, oh
2: God, I, you know, it's funny. We do this on our show as well. Yeah. Our questions and She just, I'm going (laughs) to just, her life is so much wilder than mine. Like the wildest, like on the floor. Is <laughs>
3: Hell, you're so wild. Is so wild! You are such a wild animal. Well, maybe, uh, maybe in like on a, the floor, in a
2: pool, in like an apartment. You building.
3: never had sex in a pool. It, it, some a form, of not necessarily penetrative. Wait, I mean, oh, okay. I was gonna say I, I would have heard about that one. Jesus Christ! You use, you, do you use Uberloop for that? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh Uberlube! That would be a Uber great Lube. call in the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah truly. I didn't oh. have Uberlube on, on hand so Okay, it would have been better. Time. Well,
3: anyway, I, I can't even tell you how many weird places I've had sex. I have had place. <laughs> I have had sex in front of the Treasury Building. Yeah. No. I had sex in a in a park. Where my husband got mosquito bites all over his ass. I <laughs> I've had sex in an elevator in an emergency exit. You know, I mean emergency staircase. Wow. What? All right. I, you want me to continue? That's enough. We'll move on to the next. I like that. So.
0: What is the most uncomfortable situation that you've had on the show? But That's either a good sharing, question. Or, yeah, I'm just curious. Well, it
3: sounds like you. That,
1: okay, that story that you shared about the woman having oh, the orgasm. Yeah. I was like, you guys were in a, like a threesome together on the phone. It kind of yeah. was. Yeah. It was kind of like were weird. We, were we recording when you shared that. That was on this podcast, right? It was yeah, the other was, podcast. We <laughs> yeah. I know. You if you didn't listen. hear it yet, go to their podcast. Like yeah. yeah. There's
2: some good stuff there. Yeah. That was 100 the most awkward time. Okay. Yeah,
3: it was. Uh, it was really awkward and.
0: Yeah. And that, the guy shitting too. That, that, that wasn't awkward. That oh. was
3: just gross. That wasn't on he, your podcast. It was he an
0: email. An email. He wanted you to shit in a toilet and he wanted to eat
3: it. It was disgusting. Okay. We yeah. don't want to shame. No. It was, no, it was I, I'm sorry. She I know that, that you just call it, it. shameless okay. sex, but I'm going to shame. This guy was gross, okay? Yeah. She's he like, wanted to eat my no. shit.
1: Mom is a hard no on this. Please don't email her again. All Thank yes, you. Yes. She is yucking I'm, this guy's yom hard. And I'm also hard.
3: yucking these, the, what, the dick pic that I got sent this morning. Well, that was not consensual. Yeah, that wasn't consensual. That was harassment. Yeah. Okay, I
1: have one more question. What is something that you've never done sexually that you really want to try?
3: like a bucket list sexy bucket list i mean like that's a hard question because like i really mentally want to try so many things okay but i know my chicken little self would not do these things yeah well imagine if you just could like maybe you won't do it maybe we'll say like
1: you don't know if you're actually gonna do it but it's on the list
3: because there's reasons that i wouldn't like for example if i uh, one of the things i've always said is, like damn i went through the 70s and 80s without getting in an orgy i never did that
1: mom needs an orgy
3: I, I want to do an orgy, but I also don't because I know that there's all kinds of bio, uh, yes, fluids it, exchanging and fluids. And I'm not wow. sure who these people are, and I you know I so I don't think I would end up. I don't know.
2: She would not do well Burning Man.
3: No, I w- is, oh, We already talked about it. orgy. I'm, I'm, not a bad. No, no, I'm kind of like boring sexually. I think because I really just like you had se- sex in front of the tri- way to the radio, yeah. All <laughs> tri- <laughs> yeah, oh, sound so like boring. <laughs>
2: I would like a a real BDSM scene. Ooh. Ooh. I've never done anything like that. And you would, you be, the, would you-, you be
0: the would you be the Dominator or the, the subject? I'd
2: be down for either position, oh, okay. but probably starting with Dom and see where it goes. That could easily happen
3: with your next girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Future girlfriend coming to my dungeon. Wait, are you
1: going to Burning Man this, this year? Will you go? Yeah. Well, we should go well, to the maybe, dungeon.
3: Maybe. Let's do a do a oh, sex I podcast know
1: there was Dun- a, you was. Oh, I forgot I went to a whipping He forgot station. he did. He whipping station. Whipping station. He's they have this. actual dungeons I mean they're like tents that they can turn into this whole bunch of like whips and chains and things we have but a whole
3: podcast where he talked about his experience I doing recorded
2: it. from the dun- from the, the whipping at yeah how did, I, how
3: did a dungeon
2: yeah experience. how did you yeah it was more of like
3: uh, how was, did you forget it this like
2: kitty it was like kitty litter it was like kitty litter wait a second it was like light it was like oh we're playing with whips you There's want the deep dive in there I was in the scene I wasn't like I was like reporting live from Like Cam, you you want like
3: a whip with like like those things, talons hanging out of them or whatever? No, I
2: just want no. It's more like the mind like the the role play in the Mm -hmm. you know, I don't care about the actual Pain. I actually don't like the pain too Pain's much. Not your oh, jam. No. Yeah, yeah. It's more like the energy you energetic pain energetic Completely floored.
0: You
3: hate pain. Are you kidding me? You're scared of scary movies. What do you mean you would do? I just think it would be an interesting <laughs> little that's, role that's play? That's
0: emotional pain. He likes the physical maybe. I guess so. Ooh. Did you get no,
3: spanked as a kid? Well I think it might be Never. <laughs> <laughs> Never. I was not a spanker. I don't believe in that. Yeah, that's another thing I, and second thought, no I don't spanking. love
2: the whole idea of, I forget that, <laughs> that there's a lot of pain involved with this but you,
3: you don't, don't have to have pain you have in the beginning. could
1: be like a soft like yeah, with
0: sensation about.
1: play yeah there's floggers that are really really soft and it it's is just more the about dynamic. the dynamic. yeah, yeah. Right.
0: like you could get hot wax not burning hot
3: but like gentle hot wax massage oh he yeah. didn't like that either no no
2: you don't know shit. You were not in the, in the bedroom <laughs> with you me. You
3: said <laughs> on another podcast that you didn't like when they, she dipped all this oil, hot wax on your back and you freaked out. She,
2: I was using a massage candle and she, suddenly she thought it was funny to take the wax and whip it at me. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. No. Which was, it was more funny than, but it was also sexy. painful. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I was not expecting that. But no, I'm talking about the, you know, the di- We just interviewed a comedian who was talking about how she was uh, eating. She, she was like a little cat. Sit- <laughs> You like that. A you like that thing. Yeah,
3: he, he 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 wanted to dominate her, and so she would be a little kitten but drinking milk out of uh almond milk, almond milk, not, almond right. milk. not ah. regular, lactose friendly. You yes. Gotta go back. This I think this was like last. This last is Chelsea Skidmore. Chelsea, Chelsea. This in the same. She, it was the same interview where she called her mom. Yes, it was a good one. Oh wow, there's a lot happened there. That was a fun A lot well, was there's going on the there. That so it was it's the most recent. Mind. We always think about. I, I always say that my my best podcast is. Like, my most, re- it is like today is like our best podcast because we had you guys in. Yeah. Aww. I heard you
0: say on, I was listening to a podcast recently, and you said that you fall in love with everyone that you kind I of recorded. We do. With.
2: We've, we've fallen in love. Oh,
0: I'm in love. I, I don't came know about for Cam. the gangbang. <laughs> yeah. I for the
2: gangbang.
3: Gangbang,
2: yay. Um, we
0: should, we'll definitely record with you two again yeah. because oh, it's, just awesome. it's just awesome we we'll like do it we're again and family. cam if
1: you go to, to bring me in this year we should go we should do a podcast adventure to the dungeon oh there's a couple of them God. but we will i think yeah. i'm gonna go this year too yeah we could all go oh, to the dungeon i'll be Yes. No, no. she'll
3: no. be there in spirit no 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 we'll nope, facetime nope. you if we have i would do a dungeon here in l.a but not in the i don't want to go to a dungeon with you mom no 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 i do want to go to a porn shoot. Ooh. Which I I can't believe it has not happened. Since one of my best friends is an iconic porn star. Well, you're, you're putting it out way. there. You're gonna manifest it. It's gonna happen. Well, gonna I can happen. tell her I want to do that, and we will do it. But well, just haven't done it yet. Well, but I, I don't I, show
0: up in a hazmat suit. You won't get any <laughs> fluids, you, <Donnie>, Okay.
3: <laughs> Wait, what? What?
0: You said you're afraid of the fluids and the juices. It's flying around. Flying around. Flying
1: around. Flying around oh in your Are you
3: talking about Cam with the juices? No,
2: you are the one that didn't want the orange Oh yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, because she. It she, was it her that also told us she went Yeah. Chelsea, again, talked about how she went to a um, bukkake.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. This is a wild episode.
3: Oh, oh my oh. God. Listen to episode. I need to listen yeah. to episode. But oh, the episode. Because we need to wilder. wrap it
1: up, will you tell our listeners where they can go and listen
2: to this episode and many more? Wherever you're listening to this podcast, uh-huh. just type in sex talk with my
3: mom. Yep. And and that's it. Yeah, we're everywhere. Uh, we've got a Patreon page. We've got uh, Instagram. We've got YouTube. we got... yeah. only place that is not sex talk with my mom is on Twitter, which is sex talk podcast. Okay. okay, cool. Hunt yeah. them down. Go check it out.
1: And
0: I know. I, I hope we can continue this conversation. Check out Sex Talk with my mom for sure. We recorded. This is the second uh, recording that we've done. So uh, I wish we had
2: hours and hours. Well, we have a full other like hour of Sex style. Talk with my mom. Yeah. 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 I know. yeah. Check it out. The all party's right. not over. Thank you guys so much thank for having you. us. Thank oh, oh, you. you. guys. This has
3: been wonderful. And thank
0: yeah. you to all of our listeners out there for being part of the shameless sex revolution. We'll see you next
1: Tuesday, y'all. Ciao for now.